This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Bienvenidos a Sobre Entos Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Dee. Y yo soy Ali. Y hoy tenemos unas invitadas especiales de Juegos de Asesinos. Y en Marta, welcome, welcome. Uh, we had to snatch Kiki away from uh, having a long birthday weekend. So uh, happy early birthday, or, or happy birthday, birthday, yes. because today's your birthday, right? Vamos confused? a cantarle. I want to hear my voice, my beautiful yes, voice. Vamos a perder seguidores. Vamos a perder seguidores. Yep, mejor no digo nada. Mejor, mejor lo que vamos. Keep it to ourselves. But um, thank you guys for joining us today on this uh, little collab episode. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Do you guys so want to introduce your podcast? I know. Do you guys want to introduce your podcast? Give us a little synopsis of of what your podcast is all about. Yo soy Marta y somos de Juego de Asesinos Podcast. Kiki y yo tenemos un podcast de True Crime donde hablamos más español que inglés, pero aún es English. Um, y nos gusta mucho cubrir historias diferentes que jamás se han escuchado. Así que si quieren ir a checar nuestro podcast, bienvenidos. Si no, that's okay. Follow them. Definitely, we'll have them, um, their socials and their um, podcast uh, thing on our uh, description below. And we'll tag them on all of our posts. So make sure to uh, follow them. And um, yeah, we hope you guys enjoy this episode. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's begin. La juventud está llena de ilusión, de querer divertirse, Salir con sus amigos y amigas, ir a la escuela, estudiar y pasar tiempo con tus compañeros. De reírte de tonterías, de enamorarte, y para unos hasta conocer su primer amor. María Dolores pensó que había encontrado el amor de su vida, sin saber que esta persona iba a ser el que le quitaría la vida. Este es el caso de María Dolores Ramírez Alonso. Advertencia, la información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tenga en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning, the information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape and violence. Listen with caution. para la juventud son muy flojas que cambiaran las, las leyes que las pusieran más, más duras y una vez que, que la juventud viera que no se iban de rositas a ningún lado, pues algo yo creo que cambiarían las cosas que no hay derecho a lo que han hecho 
ni jóvenes, ni por jóvenes, ni por mayores. Simplemente le han quitado la vida a una niña. María Dolores, mejor conocida como Maores, tenía 14 años cuando le quitaron la vida. She was 14, she was a baby. Ella vivía con su madre, Hermina, Herminia, padrastro, hermano y abuela. Su tía, María Isabel, recuerda a Maores como una niña que siempre estaba contenta y alegre. Ella alegra, alegraba la casa. Do you guys remember back in like the 2000s ever, or do you guys ever use Photolog? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 I had forgotten about that, like the, about Photolog. I know, oh. I'm like, blank. Wait, you've <laughs> never used it. it? I don't remember. It was like I, yesterday. How do you forget? I don't I know. <laughs> it was like our youth. It was like our prime time. Like, what do you mean you can't remember? <laughs> so for those that don't remember, it was a, a platform where you would primarily share pictures. Maores le encantaba usar esta, esta plataforma. Ella subía fotos de su vida en Photolog. Pero en estos posts también confesaba su amor por un muchacho que estaba en su clase. El problema aquí era que este muchacho tenía novia. De acuerdo con un reportaje de El País, Maores en uno de sus posts escribió, Tú eres mi todo. Y ojalá algún día yo sea tu todo. Qué cursi. She was in love. She was 14. Wow. Oh, she was a baby. She was young. She was 14. Oh. I remember when you were that age. That takes yeah. courage, though. It does, right? Para it on, on platform, en yeah. de todo, y, y que vea also, la like, novia. I know, y imagínate, o sea, like, I'm assuming that around this time, igual tenía como amigos que la seguían en, en esa, en, en Fotolog, and like, you know, it's like your little mini public blog. Like a blog, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so people would be seeing what you post, and, and it, yeah. it would come, like, mm -hmm. on their feed and stuff. So imagine you just coming across it, and it's like, everybody in your school is basically reading your diary, because it, she treated exactly. it like a diary. Yeah, but yeah. I'm assuming she never, like, said his name. In, oh, okay. the, in the post oh, okay. it's all anonymous yeah no, but you're right it's like a, she's everybody knew I mean yeah. whoever was following her she was yeah she was, that was a brave move it at 14 unfortunately 14 year olds now and then very different oh yeah very el muchacho del que estaba enamorada se llama Sergio un chavo de 15 años que iba por el apodo Chencho. Se dice que lo de ellos empezó como una amistad, pero obviamente eso le daba alas a Maores. She was in love with him. Ella, she actually le confesó su amor a Sergio, pero él no sentía lo mismo. Remember, he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Él nada más quería algo como amigos con derecho. No. Ya. Yeah. No. Yeah, ya que él tenía pues novia y no quería que se diera cuenta. But that's still bad, porque como It tiene is. novia y todavía va a decir, oh, bueno, I can still play around with you even though exactly. I have a girlfriend. And I'm imagining for her that, like, even that was like, well, as long as I'm with him, it doesn't matter. It's yeah, como que, like she'll settle for it like yeah. as long as she yeah. has him she'll settle for it I wish she didn't though <sighs> yes él no quería nada en especial con ella pero si sí estaba abierto a darse besos con ella obviamente ella se empezó a, a ilusionar these moments probably didn't mean much to him but to her Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like when you were like a teenager and you had like your first like very deep crush, like you could only put yourself in that situation where you're just like, this means so much to me. This has to mean something, you know, mm -hmm. like when we're at that age, like we're just learning what like how to process your own emotions and your feelings. And 
when the person that you actually like is paying a, attention yeah. to you and it's stuff. It's a big thing. Yeah. It's a big thing for you. So it's like for, for me thinking about it now, it's like, oh, that's a red flag. But if I was like in her shoes and and, and I was like 14 years old, I would have been like, oh my God, he's like paying attention to me. Yeah. yeah, like that means he likes me and like he doesn't really like his girlfriend or whatever. But um, now as I'm... Uh-huh. Oh no! I was just saying, like it, it, it just enhances the, the, the situation, and like, you know, you're on cloud nine during the whole, yeah. the whole time. You're not thinking about the red flags. Yeah, it gives her hope too, because like, para el, para el tiempo que pasa esto, dices, oh, maybe there's a chance that I can actually get with this guy, and yeah. you know, he probably likes me, and maybe he like hangs out with me, and like. Maybe he's gonna like me more, and you know, it's all those like little dreams that you make because you're little and you don't know better, I suppose. Yeah, hey, there's some grown women that make that same choice, so yeah, <laughs> but what's the lie? Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that because, like, yeah, sometimes, have- yeah, sometimes no, 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 saben cómo aprender, they just like to trip over the same rock and not pay attention to those red flags. <laughs> Imagínense una niña. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Peor, yeah. De acuerdo al artículo 20 minutos, Maores grabó un, un video donde se estaba besando con Sergio. Oh. Y lo subió a la internet. Obviamente, esto no le pareció a Sergio, ya que él tenía novia. Él le reclamó y todo parecía que estaba que había quedado ahí. Hablaron, discutieron lo que le reclamó él en It Just Stop There. Llega la noche de Halloween, el 31 de octubre del año 2008. Sergio llega a la casa de Maores con su amigo Luis. Maores was so excited to see Sergio at her doorstep. And she runs to the door. Le pide a su mamá si puede salir, pero su mamá le dice que no. Maores le suplica y le pide salir nada más cinco minutos. Iba a hablar con Sergio. Para ella, iba a hablar con el amor de su vida, que supuestamente le iba a dar una sorpresa. Los tres, Maores, Sergio y Luis, caminan hacia un descampado que es un terreno descubierto a unos metros de la casa de Maores donde habían camiones de carga. Horas después, el cuerpo de Maores es encontrado. Maores fue degollada, apuñalada con un objeto de punta en el cuello y golpeada con un palo. El periódico español 20 Minutos reporta que la cara de Maores estaba deformada. Oh, wow. Por tantos golpes que le dieron en su cara. He was so mad at her. The rage. He was angry. Yeah, he was oh, angry. Rage. But if you think about it in that situation, you're like, he was so aggravated by this. The fact that she did this to him the anger and the frustration she had against her he took it all out in that moment and it's like it's it's oh no it's tragic you can't imagine huh it's just Mm-mm. you can't even imagine what this child went through in that moment fueron tan fuerte los golpes que el palo se quebró en pedazos oh wow, oh, wow. el forense que tomó el caso Dijo que se le hizo difícil decir cuántos años tenía Maores por los golpes. That morning of November 1st, estos cobardes de Luis y Sergio decide to go place a soccer game. Right? Como si nada hubiera ocurrido. Exactly. Nada, nada pasó, vamos a jugar un juego. But they actually turned themselves in later that day good oh wow because the community started to talk about maores murder 
interesting. Yeah, because they found her and the community immediately knew. They were Did talking. they have witnesses? Did people see them? Oh, so... Well, she asked for know. permission. She asked for oh. permission to go with him in the first place. So she told her mom, hey, I'm going to be with this guy. So obviously the first person true. that you're going to look for it's Cam because that's, that's the one true. that you know that she's with well that's my guess no entonces Luis le echó la culpa a Sergio Luis aseguró que él no participó en el crimen él sí confirmó que fue con Sergio a buscar a Maores pero al llegar al descampado Sergio y Maores se fueron a platicar detrás de un camión. So, él dijo que por donde él estaba parado no podía ver lo que estaba pasando porque un camión los estaba cubriendo. Ya, yeah, so he couldn't see. Pero que podía escuchar que estaban discutiendo. Se dice que Luis miró a Maores correr y Sergio detrás de ella. Luis decide intervenir pero que Sergio le pidió que los dejara solos o si no, que le iría peor a él. What? Sí, no. His own hay un friend saying that. Hay un dicho que siempre decimos en el podcast y es tanto peca el que mata la vaca como el que le agarra la pata. Do you know what okay. I mean? If you were yeah. there, if yeah. you were there and you saw it and you yes. knew that this was going to happen, or even if you didn't know that it was going to happen and then you see it happening, you're just like as you're guilty, guilty as guilty. the other you're person. As, you're, as you're not equally helping. as guilty, yeah. Yeah. Go you, get help. If, if you can't do anything, go, go tell someone. Yeah, or go call the cops or something. Somebody's got to come and help you if you yeah. can't do anything about it. Exactly. It's like if you see say if you see something, you have to say something. It's you just something. can't yeah. let it happen. It's 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 done so many times in, in in these true crime cases where you're just like, okay, you had the possibility of stopping all of this, but you let it happen. So you're equally as guilty of the crime if you saw it and didn't do anything about it or to prevent it. That's why when we cover assassins that are working with esposas or novias and they, you know, he does the raping and the killing and she's just watching I'm like really yeah we um remember that case that I did where we covered um the kidnapping of this little girl and the 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 woman kidnapped the the little girl in order for her husband to have like a young wife yeah. and then uh, yeah and the and the you know la esposa dejó que la, la violara, la matara, uh. que abusara de ella y todo para que él no lo hiciera con ella o con sus hijos. But then I'm like, okay, so you're willing to do all of these things for that person, but you're not willing to press any sort of charges or anything so he doesn't do this to you or to anybody else. He could have stopped it, pero no quiso. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Además, si no querías que te lo hiciera a ti, obviamente es not a good thing, right? So, yeah. eso so te why... debió haber dado la, la, la iniciativa de Red decir, light. if I don't want it to happen to me or my children, why would I want it to happen to somebody else's exactly. kid? Exactly. in this case, si Luis estaba temiendo lo que le iba a pasar a él, then he shouldn't have let it happen to her. Exactly, yeah. para que los deja solos. Y luego para yeah. que la, su mejor amigo le diga, si no te va a ir peor a ti. Yeah. Like, it's like that's already a red flag to be like okay well I'm out I gotta go and I'm gonna go call the cops on you because that is a fucking threat and I mean he's got a car he can yeah. drive away and go and get you know cause go get help they, didn't they have a car oh uh, no take her no they were or no, they, they walked it. walk they walked it yeah they were so 14 they... yeah Luis tenía 14 años um Sergio 15 Maores 14 Yeah. So, si, si, si se fueron caminando, he, él podía haber corrido para atrás a pedir ayuda. A veces este tipo de cosas, y yo entiendo que mucha gente siempre dice, es que until you're in the situation, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And I get it. Like, let's say you don't want to do it right there and then. But as soon as you go home, you pick up the phone and you call the cops and you're like, listen, he just did this, this and this, and I was afraid. 
and I need to like you know I need help now she's still there yeah so instead of like no más decir oh pues ya lo hicimos let's just go home and pretend nothing happened yeah I can hell yeah best yeah. believe it Lupita uh-huh. you heard that you heard that here you do something I'm telling I'm telling on you and, and Emmanuel I don't care I don't There's care no I'm not gonna going on here <laughs> there is no girl code it doesn't exist when it comes to murder no when you kill someone no 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 uh-uh. no. no no way so después de esto minutos después Sergio regresa y viene cubierto de sangre aparentemente Sergio le dijo a Luis que Maores estaba viva. Hey, she's, I, vengo con sangre, but she's still alive. Oh, okay, okay. so let's go home. Not alarming at all. Oh, okay. I believe like, you. Exactly. He didn't, Luis didn't go back to check on her. Like, he just, he sees his friend covered in blood and decides it's okay to walk away. Nope. Esa fue la versión de Luis. Ahora, en la versión de Sergio, él echó la culpa a una tercera persona. Ok. Con el nombre de Abel. Pero no le creyeron y su testimonio fue descartado. En un principio, Sergio dijo que él escuchaba voces y que le dijeron que tenía que matar a Maores. Vamos a ir por insanity. I'm like, vamos a ir por insanity. Okay. Okay. That's the first call of everybody, I suppose. Pero forenses y psicólogos descartaron esto y testificaron que él no parecía tener ningún trastorno mental que lo empujara a hacer lo que hizo. That's right. Prove it's his sanity. They were saying that he knew what he was doing at that moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, ese es el punto de, de, de insanity cuando lo llevas a corte, es que tienes que comprobar que entiendes uh, entre lo bueno y lo malo, y si puedes tener ese entendimiento, entonces estás, eh, eres, um, puedes ir a corte. Es capaz, ya. Sí, por tu, por tu caso. En el, lo que siempre nosotros también eh, insinuamos en todo el tiempo es tener una enfermedad mental no significa que estás loco entonces uh-huh. eso es algo que la gente tiende a equivocarse en decir, oh, hoy voy a pretender que escucho voces y que tengo una enfermedad mental, eso no significa que puedes hacer insanity de hecho, insanity es solamente solamente aplica para el 1% de todos los casos de asesinato que llegan a corte y una vez que llega el proceso, solamente de ese 1% hay un funnel como un, si sabes, un fono y al final de la caída no todos los casos logran uh, estipular que son insanity so 1% yeah, just 1% of yeah. every murder case can be pleaded as insanity and that is just if you can prove beyond reasonable doubt that there is uh, that you know what's wrong from right and then that you understand that what you did has consequences and even if you say oh I didn't know that that was you know, no sabía yo que esto tenía consecuencias. The fact that you do certain things after a murder, like hiding or, uh, you know, showering, washing your clothes, that means that what you did, you understood that it was Me wrong. Knew. Therefore, yeah. you mm-hmm. try to fix it. Because and if that, you, yeah, if you didn't know that it was wrong, you wouldn't have tried to fix it at all. They ran away, went to play a soccer game, yeah. and then after that, they turned themselves in. That tells you, in ese momento, that they knew. Oh, me siento mal por lo que acabo de hacer. Me voy a entregar. Ajá, comprendes la diferencia entre right and wrong, right there. I don't think people understand, like, you can't just say I'm insane. Like, there's, no. psychologists do all these assessments. They make sure that they run through all these assessments. They run all these tests to make sure that, you know, it is valid what you're saying. People think, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. nada más voy a decirle que, you know, um, I'm going to plead insanity, me van a creer. Like, no, there is a whole process to this. Yeah, there's a, there's a case that we covered back in, I don't remember, it's been a while, but there was this guy who was a un caníbal in Mexico, and um, él hacía todas sus cosas en frente de la gente. Yeah. 
he oh, he didn't eat people un- in front of in front of in anyone. front of people anyone he will like just eat people in front of people like it was just really bizarre and like everybody was like esta persona está you know like mal de la cabeza and, he, and you will go in there y él te ofrecía lo que estaba yeah, comiendo oh like, yeah es el was- carnival de um de uh, I want to say it's like next to Cancun. I forgot what it's yeah, called. I am um, Playa. No es, Playa no Carmen, es, ¿no? Playa del Carmen. Playa del Carmen. Algo así. Sí, yeah. Y y ese ha sido ese uno por ciento de los casos que yo he visto donde una persona realmente no entiende correcto e incorrecto. Yeah. Porque él está afuera, no está no está cubriéndose, no está escondiéndose de nadie, no está tratando de eliminar evidencia. He was just there doing this porque él pensaba que esto es normal yeah. para su cabeza esto era común so ahí ese caso si sí dirías o oh, eso sí se puede llevar a la corte como en Sanity porque ese hombre de verdad no entendía que estaba haciendo yeah. you know, pero la, como les digo solamente el 1% de los casos tiende a caer en esto Lori Dallow la mujer que asesinó a sus hijos Ella dice que escucha voces de Dios uh-huh. y hasta ahorita ella está en la cárcel porque no ha tenido juicio y ella cada vez que le preguntan, ella dice los mandé a un lugar mejor y ella sigue y, y no está actuando, ella realmente algo no está bien en su cabeza porque realmente ella lo cree. Que, sí, sí, cree que ella mandó a sus niños a otro lado porque el mundo está muy solo para ellos y que tenían demonios like, ella ella lo cree ella en dos años no ha cambiado su versión so, yeah. sabe? no sé si eso le sirva porque todavía va a ir a corte so. yeah. hasta el 2020 we'll see how that goes <laughs> wow no and I, and I completely understand because we've also now that you put that into perspective I do realize that some of the cases that we've done are have been cases where most of them not most of them but like like a small percentage of them are considered to be uh, pleads of insanity because they are not consciously there they're not thinking about the consequences I forgot what case it was it was like probably one of the first cases that we did that um, uh, this woman in this uh, I forgot her name but she killed her her three kids Um, she almost killed her fourth child and she killed her husband because she said that her that they were being attacked by demons and that the reason that they that she needed to kill them was uh in order for them to survive and go to heaven and the only reason she she uh she called the police I forgot how what happened but the point is that she called the police and everything and said um um uh that she was going to kill herself and go to heaven um, and, and, and and free her family from, from sin. So to think about it that Episode way, it's like... 16. Yeah. Isabel. Yeah, where she was like completely not making sense. She was even making these gestures in front of the judge when it was her court date that were so bizarre and unbelievable to the point that the jo- the judge actually had to dismiss her from court because she wasn't listening and she wasn't paying attention. She wasn't all she there. Was, yeah, wasn't all she, all she was doing was like like saying to pray and she would bet like be on her knees and start looking at the sky and start to like talk about God and like how God is her savior and all these things. And um, I think they even diagnosed her with um, schizophrenia. And uh, the death of her dad really affected her. And she um, she just said that, you know, she was she killed her family in order to repay her father, to bring his, her father back to life and remove all sins that they had been accumulating over the years. So. Oh, wow. It's very interesting. It was a very interesting case. And I remember telling Lupita, I was like, this woman has no, like, there's nothing behind her eyes. There's no sense of, like, reality. uh, Yeah, or remorse in any way. There's no reality, yeah. Mm -hmm. La línea tan finita, ¿no? De de eso. Porque Insanity es es uno de esos esos, campos de estudio que, como que a todos nos deja un poco cuadrados porque dicen, 
mucha gente cree que solamente con ir a la corte y decir, ay, yo voy a hacer insanity, ya te lo van a, a dar, uh -huh. pero la realidad es diferente, ¿no? El, el sistema funciona de otra forma en cuanto a eso se trata y it's really interesting to see, like, the fine line about it, you know, like, para poder entender cada caso y por qué pasa cada caso, so. So, in the court hearing, Sergio no quiso declarar. Y Luis seguía con su testimonio de que él no tenía nada que ver con el crimen y que ni había visto el crimen, ya que había un camión en medio blocking his view. Hubo un testimonio de un camionero que estaba descansando en su camión esa noche y reportó de haber escuchado ruidos y alcanzó a ver una persona encima de un bulto. And that was it. Oh, wow. I don't know if he called the police. He didn't even go outside and check? He didn't go outside to check. That is so weird. See, you don't go al peligro. You go away from the peligro. You flash a light. The chismosa part in front of, it, it, like, in mm -hmm. my being... It's yeah. saying if Mosa and you is gonna me, get you killed. Me and you. You know me what? That's you. right. That is right. <laughs> Pero el chisme quién me lo quita. Esa, esa es la clave. El chisme quién me lo quita. And you yep. could probably help, and the person could have been alive because yeah, you because yeah. I was being chismosa. Porque somos chismosas. Podríamos haber salvado una vida, pero tú no corres. No, no, no. I like el chisme. I will run the other way while I call the cops. Like that. That's okay. Yo puedo hablarle a alguien. Y ya después, cuando llega la policía, I can go check it out. Like, it's like you're like, it's all right, safe. the cops are here. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. safe. True. But the fact that he didn't even go out and check is the frustrating part. Or at least not even check, but like reported it to authorities Call someone or, or, or scream so that if you hear people out there they know you're, you're watching yeah but try to scare them at least show yeah. like a light like your flashlight yeah that's what i'm saying like that. just show like like you know you have like flashlight or something and just been like flashed yeah. out to see what was out there doesn't mean or you have to like go outside too yeah I mean, i'm too. hoping he called the cops no miren nada de eso. i'm hoping because of him that's why the cops like la encontraron i'm hoping but i couldn't find yeah. anything in regards to this testimonio so now let's go back to that night of the crime so 25 minutes after the crime Luis and Sergio sent the following messages to each other. Sergio le dice, Lo que pasa, que si se levanta y dice algo, la he cagado. Se mandaron otros mensajes y Luis le responde, Pero no creo que se levante. Y Sergio le dice, El corazón le latía. Luis le comenta, anda, no dirá nada, que si no, la matas de verdad. Oh, wow. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Oh. If yeah. if everything else wasn't incriminating, these text messages yeah. are. Yeah. And the thing is with these text messages, um in some of these messages that they sent, ponían la like the little X con la letra D. You know when you're trying to put like a laughing emoji and you would put like an X with the letter D? Yeah. In almost all the messages, they would end it with that. So almost like they were laughing. Yeah, wow. like they were, they were laughing about it. Yeah. Sergio le dice, He cogido la navaja y se la he metido donde el cuello y le he rajado. Yo creo que está muerta porque todo lo de, de atrás, lo del cojote, donde la nuca está toda abollado y eso. 
So in this message, he's explaining to Luis what he did. Él agarró la navaja y se la metió por el cuello y le, y le rajó el cuello. Sergio piensa que está muerta porque por la nuca, which is like the backside of your of the neck, mm -hmm. estaba abollado. And I have not heard of that word. So through research, I found that this word in English means dented. Entonces su nuca estaba like sometida. It was dented. Oh wow! So there was like probably really from hitting harsh. her head. Yeah. 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 Luis le responde, "Estás todo loco, tío. Madre mía." Sergio dice, "Y además con la navaja le he rajado el cuello, tío, donde estaba la nuez y eso." Luis responde, "El palo se ha quedado ahí, nen." Sergio, te lo juro que si eso, yo soy capaz de más. Luis le dice, jaja, ja, madre mía. Sergio le escribe, ¿tú estás nervioso? Yo no, yo me ducho y ya está. Oh. Well, there we go. La prueba, la prueba que ocupan. Can't be insane if we're going to take a shower right after. Luis le dice, ¿qué va? Yo ya tengo mis problemas. Sergio, ¿ya ves? Pero el más grande es el mío. Luis le dice, pero I'm imagining through here because these, this message kind of doesn't make sense. There's probably more messages, but they didn't um, share these. Luis le dice, pero que les den. Ya tienen un hijo, ¿para qué quieren más? Ja, ja. So he's talking about Maore's parents still having one son so it shouldn't matter that their daughter is dead that is, yeah. that is very fucked up exactly. because not a one kid does not this replace another one no it will never replace your child mm -mm. so for them to say something so so aggravating like that is it it frustrates me because it's like no that doesn't matter a child is still a child you mm -hmm. you especially the way that you brutally murdered this child and still give no types of remorse no types of respect for this young girl that you killed for no for no fucking reason no no good reason at all i mean there you shouldn't be but it, yeah and you know what's like really interesting the fact that they're not scared because cuando you know en cuanto pasó la, el 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 crimen, you would think that después de hacer lo que hicieron, it would be like super shocking and you would probably feel at least like really fucked up about what just happened. Pero en vez de eso, yeah. como vamos a hablar chistoso, it's like it's funny. Let's como just... que se está animando uno con el otro. Yo voy a poner yeah. Eso, a yeah, like it's just like it's weird to me because. I don't I I don't see how after what happened especially the way that they murder this child it's like it was so violent it was so aggressive it was so yeah. personal mm -hmm. that you would think that they saw her I mean even walking away from it they todo lleno de sangre like wouldn't that be shocking to you Exactly also the fact that they're kind of one-upping each other like saying like yeah, well yeah like well my problem is different than yours mine is worse than yours i have a bigger problem and are, aren't you scared no you're not scared so it's like kind of proving their machismo and who can take the bigger quote-unquote punishment or the the the, the behavior that they that they're like projecting it's like well, I'm a man and I'm taking care of what's mine and my responsibility and I'm not scared of anything and I, like they should be glad that I left, you know, they have one more kid to be alive. It's so stupid to me. Fucked up. My dick is you know. bigger than yours. Exactly. That's kind of the metaphor of like my ego bigger than yours. My, you know, I have the bigger testosterone I'm here. Yeah, they're like, talking so about stupid. a person. It's a God, person they're so talking annoying. about. And that's and and I mean not to show that they're immature, but they are immature. But also the fact that they're like one upping each other. It's like you show that there's no sense of you're talking about a person. You're just literally stroking each other's ego here. It's it sucks. So in Spain, 
they follow the ley del menor que significa que por un crimen un menor recibe la pena máxima de cinco años de internamiento en un centro juvenil y tres años de libertad vigilada. This because they're underage. This yeah. this aggravates the most, me. The most the thing Kiki and I always think about is whenever there's a crime, a serial killer, or in this case, kids that kill other kids, because they're minors, they get such little time in la prisión. Y cuando son adultos, aún reciben una sentencia de 25 años a veces. Y digo yo, 25 años por asesinar a alguien? And some of these also get out. And what what makes me even more upset is when most of these cases they get let go for good behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, oh, oh, you you were you were a good boy. Let's let you go for a good citizen in prison. So Mm -mm. here, it frustrates me that this these kids are getting such a short sentence for killing this innocent child. Not to mention, what are they going to learn when they're in prison? Yeah. ¿Qué van a aprender mientras están ahí um, surrounded by people like them? Yeah. They're going to come out worse. Yeah. It's like a There's... slap on the wrist. Exactly. It's like there should be other placements where these children learn the consequences, learn what they did was wrong, and try to like give them an actual punishment and not just a I think you did your time kind of thing because it almost feels like that there's no fucking justice when it comes to to these types of crimes it's like almost that this this child's life didn't matter at all to to the justice system la abogada de luis asked for his acquittal of the crime ya que luis dijo que él no participó en el crimen de acuerdo a europa press Luis mostró arrepentimiento. Even if he did not murder Maores, él supo lo que su amigo hizo. Y en esos mensajes, I mean, se están burlando. But he didn't, he didn't kill her. He didn't do it. So he shouldn't receive this penalty, is what the abogada is saying. I mean, yeah, he, did, she did, he didn't kill her, but he was part of it. He was, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing that I'm... Sometimes when these these cases happen and they're trying to find a plea for their for for their client, it's so frustrating how sometimes you sit there and you wonder how these lawyers can stomach this type of situation because it's like at the end of the day these these people murdered somebody and they took somebody's life and you're trying to play your way against the 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 system in order for your client to receive the minimum amount of jail time. It's yeah. frustrating. It is. Es como el caso de, de Fernando that I covered in the last two episodes. En que entre ocho eh, um, agarraron a él y a su amigo y entre, entre el bulto ahí unos le estaban pegando a Fernando otros le estaban pegando al amigo y lo habían otros que estaban um, que na- como me hacía la- alrededor de ellos para que nadie más se metiera entonces unos están pidiendo like oh pero yo no lo maté yeah but you were involved you stopped people from you know from defending him so you're still involved in this you're still you're still involved in the crime even if you weren't the one that killed this person you were mm-hmm. still an accessory. Sergio fue declarado como el autor material del crimen y se le dio la pena máxima. Y Luis fue declarado cooperador necesario y fue dado una sentencia de cuatro años y nueve meses de internamiento y tres años de libertad vigilada. También se les incluyó el pago de una multa. Tenían que pagar 525 mil euros a la familia de Maores que serían pagados por la familia de Luis y Sergio, ya que son menores de edad. En una entrevista que ocurrió en el 2013, Herminia, la mamá de Maores, dijo que en cinco años se le ha estado dando 120 euros cada mes. So that's 1,440 euros en un año. 
Oh, wow. So, en cinco años se le dio 7,200 euros. Y el total Ay. es de 525,000 euros. This is, this is horrifying to me. Because it's like, even if you give her money, what does that do? Like, how does that... She'll never get her baby back. Yeah, exactly. she won't get her kid. So That's why sometimes I don't understand these cases when they, they say that they have to pay, like, a penalty. It's like... Like, well, I understand, right? Because you're trying yeah. to help people, especially when, when you lose a kid. Of course, you know, like, a lo mejor ya no vuelves al trabajo. Y es lo que pasó you know, con la mamá. Cayó en depresión, and she's on medication. Then, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's not like you can do your life again. And, yeah. and that's understandable. And yes, of course, like, remuneración en, en dinero, yes, it helps with that stuff. But it's like, porque... Um, it just feels like it's not fair because she's going to live ella va a vivir con esto toda su vida exactly. toda su vida she's going to be missing her child her Imagínate. entire life now Imagínate cómo se siente también ella de culpable cuando le dijo a su hija no, no puede salir uh, I know y yeah dice, okay, okay un ratito yeah, like five minutes yeah, yeah. And, oh and, that's even more heartbreaking Imagínate the el, guilt. El, el, el dolor de ella por haberla dejado cuando de recién le dijo no, no le hubiera dicho no y no y no sale yeah. se va a echar la culpa yeah. ya toda su vida yeah. toda yeah. su vida yeah. and she's gonna live with that you know y es como decir oh bueno te voy a dar mil, mil euros en ojalá que te vaya bien con eso you know what I mean mm -hmm. it's just it doesn't yeah. seem fair it's not porque la familia es la que está sufriendo la familia es la que siempre va a estar um, con el dolor de lo que sucedió y los otros dos bien gracias ahí nada más yeah. salen y no están libres Yeah, like, van a salir de la prisión, van a vivir su vida lo más normal que se pueda. Or even, like, in some cases, you know how these murderers just go into hiding, change their name, and then you yeah. don't get to, like, know anything about them. Like, no record, no nothing. So they go into life uh, as an unknown again. So it's like... Especialmente si son menores, pueden que cierren yeah. hasta el, el... Pueden hasta cerrar el file y ya, like, yeah. nothing ever happened. Exactly. Well, it so depends where they are, but yeah. So it's like the the fact that all of this happened. It's like a the money will never bring their child back. B these kids are not getting truly. They're not truly facing their 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 um, the consequences of their actions. Yeah. Exactly. And then like this is this is all just a very messy case also the fact that the parents have to pay for it it's it's like for me yeah you know these are their children but at the same time it's like why do they have to pay for it when this child decided he was going to commit this murder have no sense of remorse uh plea insanity to it like he should be i don't know punished in a way where he himself has to make up his money in prison mm -hmm. or go work at a job or find his way to do this because at the same time it's like is it really the family's fault did they have any fault into the the type of monetary value that they have to pay for their sons um you know what you know what it feels like it feels like everybody else is doing a sentence but them exactly 100 everybody else has a sentence the parents have to pay the other parents lost their kid forever and it's like everybody else is doing something but those kids are free It's yeah, fine. exactly. If it was my kid, I'd be feeling like such a failure. And, yeah. you know, and I'm like, crap, I have to pay for you for something you decided to do. I raised you. How did I go? Where did I go wrong I go as a wrong. parent? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Sergio pudo salir en cuatro años y nueve meses. Y al parecer esto no quedará en el récord de ninguno de los dos. Uh, yeah, of course. of course. We figured. I'm just mad now. Yeah, uh, it's upsetting. Unos no podían creer que Sergio fuera capaz de hacer lo que hizo, ya que lo describieron como un muchacho tímido, simpático y normal. Las amigas de Maores, Maores siguen yendo a, a una banqueta donde ellas pasaban tiempo platicando. Ellas reportan que siguen yendo en el cumpleaños de Maores pero que ya no es lo mismo. El foro log de Maores se llenó de mensajes de que la querían y la extrañaban, mientras que otros pedían cadena perpetua para los involucrados. 
Después del crimen, habían personas que subieron fotos de Sergio y Luis, pero la fiscalía tuvo que intervenir y quitarlas ya que eran menores de edad y tenían que proteger sus identidades. Uh, screw that. Yeah. En una entrevista, la mamá de Luis dijo que él le dijo a su mamá que él trató de defender a Maores, pero oh, Sergio le dijo que no se metiera. Que Maores salió corriendo y Sergio detrás de ella, pero que Luis se quedó ya que no sabía qué hacer. Bullshit. La mamá dijo... La mamá de Luis dijo que para Luis es un lujo salir ahora a la calle. Que él valora mucho ahora la calle. No, pues sí, igual, you know, la, la niña hubiera eh, disfrutado de eso también. También si no fuera le hubiera gustado estar en la calle, ya. Yeah. Pero estos dos personas uh, le tuvieron que retar la vida. It, it's... Yeah. Uh, so infuriating. So after that, since they've been out, I didn't find anything on them. Um, this case... It was the lo que mire. It there wasn't a, a lot published in it. There wasn't a lot of coverage, media coverage, done on this case, which is infuriating. Agree, and it, and it shows because if it's been this long and we've yet to have any sort of information on these on these kids who are now adults. Young, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lo que hemos aprendido nosotras de historias de España sobre niñas como ella, jovencitas, y no tienen dinero, no tienen voz. They don't pay attention yeah, to them. No tienen mm -hmm. atención. It's that. And slowly, I think we've been, uh, as uh, Lupita, because Lupita has covered most of the cases that have happened in Spain, it's exactly the same thing. Like, I know that Lupita did a case about, like, a mother who got murdered. Um, by her his own her own son, right? Was it her own son? The yeah, one that fue was in Argentina. Spain? Oh no, wait! I thought it was Spain. There was one in Spain. Oh, el España Spain. creo que fue el de las niñas de Tenerife, de las dos niñas de Ana y Olivia. But no, you've done a couple. Oh, I have. Yeah, I've done a couple. So this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I do remember that Lupita said that she had she had research on a case and tried right. her best to to get information on on the son and his um, uh, trial and everything but because of COVID everything got pushed back but also they didn't have a lot of money no. so it, it was like they almost low-key kind of swept it under the rug and uh, called it a day and yeah. it starts to become a pattern and um, that's why when the movement del feminicidio has been like an uprise it shows that all these cases that are happening worldwide because yes it's mexico that is like we hear about it the most there but also people in spain Everywhere. south yeah. america central america even like you know spain and and even here you see the movement starting to, oh yeah in the middle east Everywhere. recently yeah so yeah. it's like it, it it starts getting Uh, more publicized and we get to see these cases and, and thankfully to social media we also get to see these cases worldwide and we get to you know cause some noise in order for the media to actually cover it because if it wasn't and, for people making noise they would just be another case in the book and you know it's really sad here in the United States here if a person is of color any color other than white they also don't get as much coverage as Gabby Petito, for example. We yeah. did a, we did a, we did Gabby Petito, but there was also a girl that was missing around the same time she was Asian. Nobody heard about her, so we did her story too. We're like, okay, she exists, she's here. Yeah. She went missing around the same time Gabby did. Where's her story? It yeah. pisses me off. I'm like, they're both girls. They're both people. They both have family. They both have lives. Why do you? Only pay attention to the one. Our indigenous yeah. people yeah. too. It's oh yeah, super 100%. sad. All of our indigenous yeah. people are just forgotten about, and nobody talks about their cases. Some of the cases are like 
not even reported at all. So like, yeah. it's just like we covered a case not too long ago where they took her off the missing people's yeah, list. Yeah, they took her. They off took the her list. off, and and they're like, oh yeah, because somebody saw her. Yeah, but her mom doesn't know anything about her. Yeah. So why would you take her off the list if her mom and her family doesn't know anything? It's yeah. Really yeah. So like, it's like it's insane. It's just like shouldn't matter it's a human being exactly it just goes to show how uh you know the world we live in is like it, it just nothing works with you it's everything against you and if you're a person of color or if you're a person like an indigenous um or low income or low income all of those things matter when you go missing or when something happens to you and even if we don't want it to be that way it is still going that way so i feel like having voices out there that are Latino, having voices out there that are, you know, um, of color and having voices of indigenous women actually like doing podcasting and showing cases that are not heard of. It's so important. It's part of the activism. It's part of being, you know, out like speak about it, tell people about it. Uh, you know, when we tell you stories like this, it's not just for entertainment. It's for you to understand that there's people out there that are having a really hard time because they can't even find, you know, anyone to just talk about their stories. Yeah. Um, we cover cases of people that go missing. And we started that as a, like, we started because we wanted to help. And it turned out to be one of the biggest experiences we ever had. Because we got to meet people um, that have their daughters missing uh, and their sons. In Spain. In Spain. And one of them, she was told that they just don't do that. You know, like the alcaldesa was like, oh, es que nosotros no, like, that's not my job to do. And, I'm, and she's like, what do you mean? My daughter's wow. missing. Yeah, yeah, she's like, my daughter's missing and you're just telling me that that's not your job? Like, what the hell? So she's being, Isabel has been one of those people that has pushed so hard to get her story out there. There's people from, like, where she's from, literally from her town that have never heard of her daughter we met uh, we met natalie natalie's mother and she said uh just the fact that you guys are willing to talk to me and listen to me which to us was like oh my gosh we are happy that you're like even here to talk to us like you know who are we to like say anything really and she's like oh you have no idea lo desamparados que estamos las personas que tenemos familiares desaparecidos like nobody listens to us nobody cares and uh, when you tell our, you know, our daughters and sons stories, nobody's listening. Everybody's just like looking away. So I feel like being the voice out there right now, especially like podcasts like you guys, podcasts like ours and other podcasts right now that are like of Latino or like any other, you know, color and race. And then they're, they're pulling forward cases that are not heard of. It's important. Yeah. It's no, like 100%. we're all trying to do our you know our granito de arena in the world i suppose and, yeah and it it's important i completely agree because like recently we did the daisy de la o case and daisy's mom actually you know reached out and said thank you for you know telling her story and keeping her story alive and like not making it seem like one more in the statistics because that's how she felt she felt like her daughter's case was going to be another cold case where like her murderer wasn't going to be found and wasn't going to be you know brought to justice but luckily thanks to like the tiktok community and the and um her friends and her family they caught him and and, and within like a couple of months so it's like the fact that we share these stories isn't it yeah of course you know it, it's to hear these cases and stuff but it's also to bring awareness that you know these people need a voice these people need to be heard their cases need to be told and if the, you know, the broad media isn't going to tell these stories, then, you know, it's our job to bring it to, to the people and, and have them, um, like, understand and, and have them realize that, that this does happen in our community and it's not taboo to talk about it. And, and we need to open the conversation to, like, mental illness, to, you know, the red flags when you talk to somebody or, or just to be aware of the situation. And I feel like slowly we're breaking down those walls as time goes by. But it also is as a reminder, like, hey, you're not alone. And there's people out there that care about you. 
and you know it sucks that, that we have to do stories like this but if we don't do it the media is never gonna do it yeah. so um, might as well we'll say it and and help these people out uh, the best way we can de no olvidar sus nombres exactly. like you said no nada más son un número estas personas tienen nombres tienen familia tienen hijos hijas que dejan atrás parejas they're people mm. we can't forget none of them we need to we need to give them back um, their humanity we need to show you know that they're actually just like us they they were hanging out with their friends and they had a happy time and you know like uh, like this girl she had a page that all of you apparently had and I didn't but you know it's like you can relate to those stories because you can yeah. relate to her and and that's important it's just it's bringing awareness and, and you know just being able to see who these people are and make sure that everybody who at least listens to us knows who they are too Y este fue el asesinato de María Dolores Ramírez Alonso, conocida como Maores. Y este fue el caso de esta semana. Una vez más, muchas gracias a Kiki y Marta por um, habernos acompañado el día de hoy y um, por haber platicado con nosotros y aprender un poquito más de, you know, the justice system and how the, you know, the whole aspect of children being incarcerated how they get like a lesser sentence and the insanity um plea and how it's only one percent like to me that's all new and i, I feel like every single time i do it every single time we do a true crime case we get to learn something new and and um by doing these episodes with you guys we've also learned something new and and it's it's so interesting sometimes to to kind of bounce off these ideas uh, between um one another and, and the um, more we learn it's scarier it is. It is. It I'm is. not gonna it's lie. Like, it is. Yeah. Oh man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I guess it's it's Paranoia definitely. Fool. Yeah. You're like you know if I wasn't scared before I'm definitely scared now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so paranoid. <laughs> yes. Definitely. I mean, trust me. Like I feel like nowadays, like as women, we we each walk a little bit and then turn back and check that nobody's following us or you know. As you should get yeah. off your phone. Get mm-hmm. off your phone, please. Mm-hmm. I need to Plus, be better um, at that. <laughs> the whole new yeah. thing about things being tied to your doors, your car doors. Oh my god, that, that freaks is me out. scary. That's scary. Yeah. That yeah. freaks me out. I'm just don't like, don't touch what? anything. Just... I'll let that fly away in the freeway. I don't care. I'd rather yeah. not get murdered. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's hard to be a woman in society right now, and um, that anything that it's you always do, been. It, it's I mean, always it's always been. been. Hard. But, like, I feel like now, like, it's come to the point where we're always talking about it, that we're like, you know what? Yeah, it is hard to be a woman. Porque ahora nos están matando. Yeah, because Antes we're no dying. Mata- because we're actually dying now. Antes nos mataban por creer que éramos brujas y ahora nos están matando nomás por matarnos. Yes. That's the high rates. That's the scary part. Like, it's happening so often every single day. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, thank you once again for joining us and um, for you know collabing with us. We really do appreciate it, and um, we love having you guys. And uh, it, it's we've had a great time. Nos van a invitar a la fiesta mañana. Si nos vamos mañana en la mañana, llegamos. Llegamos a sí. tiempo a la piñata Llega y el pastel. Buena hora. Bienvenida. Ya. Yes. <laughs> Acuérdense, la piñata va a tener alcohol. Ya. Yes. Sí. All right, okay. I'm booking my ticket. <laughs> if, you, if you guys don't know the joke, please tune in to their podcast episode uh, with us and how we talk about piñatas with alcohol in it. Um, yes. It's definitely something we need to um, adapt into our new tradition as Latinas. As adults. As, as adults. Uh, adult latinas <laughs> as adults with jobs and adults families, with jobs and abilities and, and adult money yes adult money and a reason to relax so there we go <laughs> but uh Somos yeah adultos think... independientes. eso sí eso sí <laughs> y um yeah so do you guys want to say anything about your podcast where people can follow you guys uh, any quick reminders um or anything like that well, thank you for having us. It was yes, really thank fun. Thank you. Thank you. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, we love your podcast. And thank you so much Aww. for having us here. 
um, we just, I mean, the reminders will be like, follow us on social media. And so, our episode would will go on after your episode. Your mm-hmm. episode. So if yeah. you want to hear our story, you can go to us after this one. And if yeah. not, that's okay too. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> but, please, but please listen to their podcast. Enjoy the podcast. Follow them. Give them good reviews. Share them with your friends. Uh, as uh, as we all have mentioned before, this is this is kind of our little diligence to society to you know to give the voiceless a a, a, a voice um, or give them some attention. So it would be great if you know we do this and, and communicate with others and, and share what, you know, share these stories and never forget those that, um, that have we've lost or that we have yet to found. So, yeah, that uh, episode is going up el 29 de octubre yeah. and they invited us in this episode. So make sure you guys go and listen. And it's a Halloween episode. So please listen. It's two really great stories. So uh, one of them that I had never heard before. The other one I did, but the first one I had no idea. Um, so it's a really good episode. Um, but yes, listen to their episode. Let us know what you think. Um, and with that, uh, you guys could also listen to the rest of our episodes at um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and, and TikTok. TikTok. Sorry, I keep forgetting. <laughs> at SBSM <laughs> underscore podcast and on Facebook as So Violento So Macabro Podcast. And uh, yeah. Thanks. That is it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next week. So yeah. Thank you. Bye. 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 Stay spooky.